just bring the horns. Hi everyone and welcome to an all new episode of the Free Your Mind podcast. I'm Donald and after a couple of weeks we are back with another one. Now, like we said before, you know, Corona is not going to stop us from bringing you guys new episodes every couple of weeks and you know, we're going to keep on coming. Today, um, there's been a lot that's been happening around, uh, happening because of, you know, the changes that Corona has imposed on us. I hope everybody is doing great, though. There have been a lot of developments. There have been a lot of things happening on social media. And, you know, um, there have been, I mean, as far as Corona is concerned, Charlie, we've been talking about, you know, um, the whole Africa is not a research lab, having, you know, those two doctors coming out to say that, you know, because Africa was disadvantaged, the vaccine, whatever vaccine, um, you know, it's up for testing should begin in Africa. And of course, there was a lot of reaction to that. And, you know, a lot of people saying that, Charlie, it was racism rearing its ugly head once again. But, you know, they also came back saying, defending themselves, that look, that is not what we were trying to say. What we meant was that, you know, Africa compared to other developed countries, you know, has a lot of deficiencies, you know, as far as equipment, as far as, you know, face masks and infrastructure is concerned to tackle or, you know, fight this virus. So if there's any vaccine to be tested, in their minds, they feel like Africa should get priority. I don't know how much you want to believe that. I don't know how much, you know, you want to, uh, you know, take their word for it. But Charlie, that was their defense. So, yeah, um, at the same time, in Ghana as well, we've had a lot of stuff going on here. I mean, the president has made a lot of changes to, you know, help people out during this these times, these tough times, electricity, water. I mean, they've, you know, they've put uh, set up initiatives to, you know, provide food for people. The people that we were worried about would struggle during these times when, you know, lockdowns are being imposed on us and stuff like that. How are they going to feed themselves? Stuff like that. And, you know, the government have tried to set up something like that. But... That also has been concerning in the sense that, you know, you look at some of the queues that are being formed to get the food and stuff like that. And Charlie, social distancing has completely gone out the window. Like that's just dead, you know. So that's a huge problem. In trying to solve the problem, we are probably creating new ones or we are probably creating, we are probably perpetuating the problem. And that's tough. And at the same time, there have been issues of people who don't really need the food, get, getting in line to get the food and then complaining about the quality, throwing some of the food away. I mean, it's been a mess. You know, it's been a mess even trying to, you know, find solutions to some of the problems that this virus has brought up. And, you know, there's been other issues elsewhere. The, the government have tried to convert, you know, some secondary schools into quarantine houses. And it's, it's been it's been uh, a battle. People saying no. And then when they try to get, you know, somewhere else, people, those people saying, nah, why us? Is it because we are not as glamorous as the other places that you were rejected? You, you are rejected at, you know, and it's just it's just a mess. Like, I don't know how many of you saw that video of people, you know, rioting against the decision to make a school a quarantine, you know, facility. It was just terrible. But, um, yeah, there's been a lot going on with corona. And, of course, when you move shit from corona, life is still going on in certain quarters. Like, on social media, we've had the battle of the sexes. Guys, 
I mean, though, I don't know how many of you caught those videos. How God created Ghanaian men, how God created Ghanaian women. It's been hilarious, really. It's been actually funny to see you know, some of the things that have been said. And at the same time, too, on social media, we've seen people... I mean, at this point, aren't we tired of smashing past videos? And also, you know, I don't know how... I mean... There's been some backlash as well. People putting out, sharing their personal DMs with, you know, their followers and then having the people who are involved come out and say, look, shut this thing down. We don't want our privacy violated that way. There's a lot going on on social media. I don't know what your opinion is, but you can share it with us. But in the meantime, we're going to hear the opinions of my other co-hosts. so good to be back but we are not even really back back because of this whole lockdown quarantine kind of thing it's been so long and it's so stressful and i don't know how long i'm going to last but Charlie, let's see what god will do at least the good thing is the internet is keeping us um, entertained so it's not too bad with respect to the whole dm thing that was the youtuber chick i'm a governor yeah she basically sent dms to a couple of ghanaian celebrities moving to them and some of them replied some of them didn't and for me i feel like yeah content is content the the idea was a good one it was definitely good clickbait but my only issue was the fact that she didn't properly tell them what she was going to use it for she just said oh i'm a youtuber and like i'm dming celebrities i mean if i was a celebrity i'd be like okay which most of them did. They were like, okay, great. And then the conversation just ended there. But well, maybe maybe she did say something else, but that's not what she showed. And I feel like that's why majority of them were upset because it's like, why would you do this and just come and put it up, delete it. But then again, maybe that's exactly what she wanted. She wanted that buzz because for her, maybe no publicity is bad publicity. So if I'm going to get people upset and like people are like threatening me and stuff, it's all part of the buzz. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like mission accomplished if that's the kind of aim she had. And with respect to this whole battle of the sexes thing, I think it's so hilarious. It was so funny for me. I couldn't relate to most of the Ghanaian ones because I don't know, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like a different strain, but I feel like it was all just banter. And it was really funny. I saw one of the Ghanaian guy ones that the girl poured bottles plenty. I couldn't deal. It was so hilarious for me. And people were upset but i'm sure i mean it was all banter for everybody and some people were just being pygmies doing like the most and just complimenting throughout and putting some small bad traits inside but like i mean it was all good it was all really interesting the whole doctors saying that they should come and test the vaccine on black people i think that's like the most disrespectful thing i have heard in a long time like i mean i have this video of ama Ata Edu. she was having an interview and she was just talking about stuff like this how like white people think they're superior and stuff and it's so true not all of them though but majority of them do feel like they're superior and that is why they could even say this without caring it's like yeah i know this is offensive but like it is what it is i'm saying it i feel like we should test it on black people like oh charlie like at the end of the day if you look at the death rates and then the infection rates and in other in all across the world the countries that are really hard hit are not even in africa so why are you coming to test it on us and his excuse is so flimsy that what because we don't have 
the technical whatever whatever they want us to have it first now fam like we actually did cool like the people who are having higher death rates and stuff you should probably go and test it there first to say that i feel like it was so disrespectful and it's something that has always been there we try to ignore it but that white supremacy thing has always been there and i'm just hoping that it would get better with time i really doubt it but i just hope so and with the whole senegalese case i mean for me i don't really have that much of an opinion on it anymore because it was we are being told that like it was a rumor i'm just hoping that it is a rumor and the senegalese people are not hiding it from us to prevent like any scandal like that would be really insane i do hope it was just a rumor that's that's it i really do hope it was a that was a was a rumor nanado is really doing well i guess but for me i think that one of the highlights for me was when he said he was going to give the people who work in healthcare a top up for their pay i think 50 50 percent or something i'm not even sure but like basically an allowance an extra allowance for the work they are doing for me i think that's the most important thing i don't really care so much for the free water or free electricity because i mean how many people have water and how many people have electricity you know what i mean like it wouldn't really cater for a lot of Ghanaians, in my opinion for me like this they don't even give us water that often so like yeah but i think what it's it's all good like it's it's a great effort because the people who do need it would actually be able to use it and then that's great but i really really do hope that the people in healthcare would actually get the incentives that have been promised to them because they are the ones sacrificing their lives and doing so much for us so yeah i really hope they get it and you are right like this whole rona thing has people exercising it has me exercising and i'm just trying as much as possible to really develop myself within this lockdown period so that when i come out and my waist is snatched and i'm like on streets looking snatched and looking healthy and my skin is like glowing you guys know that this lockdown was for my glow up <laughs> hi guys hope everybody's doing well i'm going to address the president's issue first and then we'll take it from there i think the president is doing well it's remarkable what they are doing it's a life and death issue and i mean that's something you cannot mess around with and the fact that people with all their monies cannot speak planes and go to go outside africa for better systems tells you a lot so yeah we are happy what they are doing my only worry is about what government's post pandemic fiscal policies would be and how we plan on affording the interventions that we've put in place knowing that we've been running this country on a credit card since the 80s and this just might be another expense that the future generations will have to pick up we have to look at the long-term effects of this on our pockets on the economy on the job market and especially on the private sector in terms of jobs but hey probably they are doing something about it but i just fear we don't have this proactive nature about us so it makes it very very difficult to believe that these people have a hold on whatever they are going to do i think it's an election year so for them pretty much it's about being re-elected into government to see what they have to do um after these four years we just hope for the better um, in terms of our lives living in this country because Charlie it's a mad thing out here with the foreign news I'm trying to keep myself off the foreign tabloids hearing the issue of 
5G and the coronavirus. So I try and filter out a lot of information that I digest in terms of foreign media because it looks like there's a lot of fake news and propaganda all around. The fact of the issue is if they want to come and do something in Africa, they will do it. This isn't the first time we had a podcast where we discussed about how they were giving South African people ACE injections and stuff. You just pray whatever is happening is not true and um, find a way to try and stop it if it is. Social media backlash is really not going to change anything if they don't want to change it. But hey, lastly, the music nostalgia producers battling it out, telling us about DC streets, which aren't documented anyway. It's one of the good sides of this pandemic. Um, yeah, it's good watching producers ba- battle it out and show us their body of work and then give us information about some of these things that we used to treasure as kids or some of these songs that we used to like as kids. It's been fun. It's been fun on Instagram. I'm being tempted to create an Instagram account, but nah, I'm using my sisters to watch these things. But yeah, it's been fun. That has been one of the good sides of their pandemic. And um, yeah, we hope for more. We just hope for more. We just hope and pray everything. We'll try and go back to normal. I mean, not everything. There will be a lot of social changes, but that's all we pray for. So I think I'll begin with the Celebrity DMs video. I watched the video. I don't think anything scandalous happened. I think she informed them like in time before anything scandalous could happen in any of the DMs. So I'm not really sure what the uproar was about with some of the celebrities' managers or some of the artists' managers. But, I mean, I don't know. It's not the kind of content that I'm interested in personally, but I really don't find anything wrong with it because she actually did tell them, told them that she was going to use it for a YouTube video and for most of the replies that we saw was, okay, all right and everybody was pretty cool with it so i think that's my take on that i don't really have much to say about it because i really don't see what the fuss is about exactly since she obtained their consent prior to posting i think the when god made videos <laughs> okay so that one that's really funny i think it's mostly just bant banter because <laughs> well people are getting really upset about it I understand why it would take her a little because you're like, oh my god, I'm not a momo girl. I'm not, what, impatient. There are some really fun ones though. Some just seem like very angry posts and that just takes the fun out of it. But then there's some really funny ones that are quite true. I mean, they're stereotypes. They don't have to be telling of who you are, but I mean, there's a stereotype. So I found most of them funny and I don't, I don't, for that one too, I don't really get the agitation because it's a fun thing. Everybody's indoors. I mean, let people have their fun and have fun to relax. Throw some perm on your attitude. So on the topic of the vaccination, you know, like it's, I mean, we already know. I don't know whether to say we already know. We have this assumption that um, the Western world always preys on us because of our low standards and what's not and they know 
our governments may be weak and so they um, take advantage of those situations to just dump anything on us. And so the statements by the French scientists just came off as quite racist. And I, I and rightly so, because um, the reasoning for wanting to test these vaccines were like, oh, over here we don't have like mass protection and the PPEs, which is like a problem everywhere else. But I think the vaccines need to be tested here, regardless of the fact that the statements made may have been racist. We definitely need to know if these vaccines they're developing actually work for us. I mean, because we're not developing our own and we're going to rely on them. And that's why like, it's important that the um, University of Ghana is a medical center, well, or Unibuchi, I'm not sure um, which institution it was, but from the University of Ghana is able to identify that the COVID-19 cases we have in Ghana are like 92% is it compatible or like the same as what we found in Wuhan, China. So that means if a vaccine is developed, the likelihood of it working here is a little bit more. I mean, 8% is still a very large percentage, but then at least it goes to show whether or not the drugs work here. We are not developing our own. We would need the vaccine. So it's important that they are tested over here. And I'd like to, just a quick um, education, that we have the Public Health Act, the Public Health Act, which in Ghana, which regulates clinical trials of any drugs, of any vaccines of any kind on animals and on human beings. And you need to get certain approvals. It needs to meet certain international standards before you are even able to conduct the clinical trials. And the people that test to be carried on must have prior knowledge of it. There's a law governing that they must have prior knowledge of it. There's insurance coverage for them. When it comes to adults, they must give their full and complete consent. When it comes to children, their guardians must, or disabled people, their guardians must give, or people incapable of giving their consent, their guardians must give that full consent. When it comes to animals, their owners must give that full consent before the tests are carried out. If there are any unethical practices seen, the public health authority will just come in and then stop that test. And so I'd like to say that there are regulations here. So nobody can come and impose anything on us without us first allowing it. And what the pressure should be, should be on the government to ensure that they comply with like all the laws um, in relation to this, because we actually would need a foreign-made vaccine because we're not making any. But the government is not even investing in that now. Because honestly, if you look at our priorities right now, we are looking at PPEs, we are looking at all of that. For the government to be able to invest in this, that means they're going to import like machines and whatnot, like resource. I don't know how well resourced we are, but it looks like we're leaning on a foreign vaccine. And we just have to be open up to the fact we need it. And we are, we are be we've been beneficiaries of foreign vaccines for forever. I mean, the polio vaccine isn't ours to the closest. I mean, most of the drugs that we use are imported, really. We need to balance out what are outrageous. It's like, don't be racist, but hey, we actually kind of do need you. Well, don't be racist, but we actually kind of need you. You need to summarize that <laughs> pretty well. I mean, and her point was that, Charlie, at the end of the day, even though Africa should not be, you know, you shouldn't come and test these vaccines on Africa, on Afri in African countries first to see how it goes before subjecting it to other people, which we, we are still going to need those vaccines anyway, because we right now our priorities are not going into 
research towards finding one. So eventually we are still going to need whatever vaccines are developed elsewhere to help our people. So I guess her point was pretty clear, like don't be racist about it. If it's going to be tested, let's test it across board so that we can also benefit from it. And I feel like, you know, yeah, like I said, uni sums that up really nicely. I think that's, you know, uh, some of the points that Como also made were very interesting in the sense that some of the interventions that we've been forced to make because of the coronavirus means that we don't know how the impact of some of these decisions that's being made will how it's going to impact future generations. You understand me? And that's a good point too. But for now, we're going to have to survive this first and then worry about that later. Also, it's been it's been doom and gloom for the most part, but there's also been some positives during this, you know, lockdown and during this, you know, corona pandemic. You know, like Afi, you know, reiterated people have been you know have taken keen interest in their health once more people as you know i've got like i said I've, I've gone out a couple of times and i saw you know a lot more people out jogging and you know on the streets and stuff like that i mean social social distancing you know generally has been observed by most of these people but then you find a few people jogging in groups you know groups of two or three very close to each other and you know that's quite problematic but it's just really good that generally people are, you know, going out to get a good running out of staying indoors because they have been staying indoors all day and they are bored and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's tough. So people need things like that to, you know, put themselves out and about a little bit. So it's understandable. And at the same time, I mean, the IG live concerts, bro, like Kumo mentioned that and it's it's very true. Like it's been very, it's been very, very uh, refreshing to see how much work has gone into um, some of these producers and you know some of the jumps that that they've given us over the years and what went into it and giving us a little bit background on their process and stuff like that it's been really cool and then of course what tops it all are the conversations that i had after these live sessions and stuff like that charlie it's been wild it's been it's been really wild so it's a lot going on ig these days and charlie house parties and stuff like that <laughs> People find new ways and means to try to survive this Rona. But yeah, do what you got to do. Just make sure you stay safe and that you're adhering to the guidelines of protecting yourself and effectively or consequently everybody else. Of course, if you haven't done this already, please follow us at GCR Free Your Mind on Twitter, at uh, The Gold Coast Report on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also check out other podcasts on the network. The Bugger Podcast is really dope, hosted by O'Connor, produced by Mr. Asante. You can listen to the Anatis Podcast, hosted by Kofi and Denzel. And then you can also listen to my guys, Corey, Smiley, Teo, Kawawa, and Gerald Crack on After the Whistle. You guys should go check them out, okay? So, yeah, we hope you enjoy this episode. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. See you all then. This has been a Gold Coast Report production.
Whether you win the get of the pedal, aiming the barrel to settle battles, you better have something to believe in. Whether you nine to five and a five to nine and a rhyming or just surviving, you gotta have something to believe in. The preacher man's praying for the second coming of Christ. Revolutionaries waiting for the people to rise. Intellectuals debating what's the meaning of life. While these rappers just flashing the ice like get it, get it on the floor. While the stock market crashes, the price of gas rises, and everybody's losing their houses. The planet's spiral out of control. Radio scared, the players hated, so we took it back to the show. Rock with a full horn section, Charlie Parker with the rocker. Eganars won't believe the ambassador will conquer. I'm looking to the heavens, God, give me a sign. What I captured was a moment in time for my people to shine. Yeah. Hey.